0: Welcome to Talk is Jeep. I'm Art Aldridge. Hey, I'm Tom Chartrand, and we are here. We're, we're actually not on a jeeping adventure. We're working. I think even when we're working, we're on a jeeping adventure. We're, we're always talking about jeeps. In the top jeeps. of our minds. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like we went to a video shoot and a jeep event broke out. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's funny. We're in Minneapolis, and I, I rented a Jeep Wrangler. From Enterprise, and it said guaranteed vehicle. Oh, we're going home in that tonight. I, I well, I, I rented it. Yeah. Got to the airport, and if you've done any traveling in this post-COVID uh, oh. time, it's a, it's a, just a disaster. So hard. So I get to the Enterprise counter, and like, um, sorry, we don't have any Jeep Wranglers. Oh no. I'm like, but it said guaranteed vehicle. He goes, yeah, that doesn't,
1: mean it doesn't anything. matter anymore. It doesn't matter.
0: So I do have a Jeep. But it's like a Laredo, or I don't even know oh, what it is. Grand it's Cherokee? Small, it's not a oh, Grand a Cherokee. Cherokee. A yeah, Cher- Cherokee. A Cherokee, yeah. Yeah, I've never driven one, but um, I tried to have a G. I wanted a G. It was a four-door. Right. And I was going to take the uh, the panels, the freedom panels off. Uh, it would be something, right? It would be.
1: Well, it would just feel good. It would <laughs> it feel would. better. But the Cherokees aren't really what they used to be. No, That's, you know, know, even like the new Ford Bronco, the little one. It's just an escape yes. with a little cooler lines. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: But I did want to follow The last conversation we had about Jeeps yeah. was in Vermont. Uh, as we finished the last day of the Jeep Jamboree, we had a Killington. little had a little recap of the Killington event. You can listen to that on our uh, podcast channel, Talk is Jeep. But going home was not as uh,
1: I think you had planned. Yeah, it was not even even the approach to going home wasn't because I knew I had heard some weird sounds and you know prep me for it you're going to hear things you don't want things are going to sound they're going to crunch they're going to grind and I heard some twangs and I thought nothing of it I'm like eh, it's no big deal I'll have somebody look at it when I get home and when we got back to the house we were staying at I couldn't get air in my tire so I'm like yeah this is the worst of it I got to switch right up. we had a we had <laughs> to change
0: your tire right I don't think we talked about that on the podcast did I don't we? think Cause no we cause had already wrapped. That's right. We wrapped up the kit. So, yeah. So, so that night after doing um, our unloading and cleaning Cleaning out and whatever, your tire was leaking. We 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 heard it hissing air. Yes. And we noticed your rim was a little bent.
1: I chewed those things up. And then
0: we were like, well, let's see how it is in the morning. If it's really low, then we'll We'll address it. Yeah. And so, the next morning we got up and it was
1: down probably 10 pounds. Right. And so I'm like, just change it. Let's change it out. And, and that it, was a process. Because, it was. Because I didn't have a hijack lift. High lift jack. High lift jack. See, I've got to even improve my vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we changed
0: your tire. Yeah. And then you drove home. And you had a lovely little plan with your beautiful wife, and you're going to do all these I'm cute go little through all these towns cute little couple and things. Take and do, the slow road yeah. home, and, and then- we
1: started to. We got to Keene, New Hampshire, and we said the hell with keto in Keene. We're going to go to a brewery, and we had a <laughs> burger, and we had an IPA, and we had fries, and we had smiles, and everything else. And it started getting a little bit rainy. We put the top up, and. uh We're going to head home. We go around a rotary, 35 miles an hour, and the earth starts shaking. Everything. I'm about to fall off the edge of the earth, and I'm realizing death wobble is happening. Now, that's been a thing with the TJ Jeeps that people know about forever. I had never experienced it. But you knew it was death wobble. I knew it was death wobble because it was the kind of shake you have. It's not even something being out of line where your wheel goes a little bit. It literally, the front end of your Jeep just shakes and you think it's going to throw itself off the road. It's frightening. And it frightened my wife. And uh, and that was just at 35 miles an hour. And here we're about two hours from home. And the discussion begins <laughs> to, you know, I, I knew something had happened underneath. I didn't know exactly what. And I knew that when I sped up a little bit and I was able to ride and monitor the feel of my steering wheel. Now, my steering has always been a little slushy, a little bit loose. And uh, my mechanic had, had pointed that out before. And he said, just, you know, watch out for it. But it never shook like that. And uh, we made the decision at that point to take it slow, take back roads. Slower than 35. Well, no, no. In fact, it was weird. We would get a little bit of a a shake, and then it would smooth out. Um, And I felt a little more confident. I don't think I went over 50. And when it would start to begin to feel, I would slow rate down. It probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, um, but we did it. And and I went to get it looked at the next... uh, The next day, I brought it to my mechanic that had done some of the upgrades that I did to prepare for the uh, jamboree. And it turned out I had broken the bushings on my tie rod. They froze up, and there's a uh you put collar, that on yeah, the or... collar so the Terraflex collar was a little more heavy duty you know it was improved but that had sort of come loose the, the bolts came loose and it was just kind of shaking in there
0: yeah didn't something crack or break
1: it didn't break oh, it i didn't think break. the bolts did i okay. think the bolts came apart one of them did and it was just and it, it, it was just shaking loosely there and he's like that's what's going on and it's shaking itself all out of alignment so that was giving you all that you know uh, uh, waviness on the uh, the way you rode, but he suggested and he said he does it with all the TJs. Is he just he'll bolt it on tight, but then he also spot welds it so that it's really on there good. And he uh, replaced it with some nice polyester polyurethane bushings, high you know higher end like Minwax. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> high shine. <laughs> <laughs> you got
0: to see it when it's
1: buff. Good lord, buff me out of this one. <laughs> and uh you know so he he felt really good about it and i went and got the uh, alignment done and it feels like a whole new truck jeep a whole new tj it, it it's the steering is on a dime it returns to better sink. than it was before much better since i bought it um so that that made a whole world of difference as far as just feeling good about the jeep and feeling more confident that when i'm on the highway that that's not going to happen again well i mean
0: what was going through your head during the death wobble were you like really like oh i've messed up
1: this jeep and it's going to be like i you know i my stomach inside it was i didn't i i was scared you know because i knew what had happened i had a, a a friend when i was a kid that was in an old cj and ended up dying, you know, on a highway accident, we don't know if it was death wobble or not, but that was what was in the back of my head, you know, and I was like, well, God, if I was going any faster, I really could have been thrown out of control, but I didn't show any of it because I didn't want my wife to be any more scared than she was. Maybe not the smartest thing to try to be bold and brave and say, we're just going to get this home and not worry about getting a triple A tow and staying somewhere and having to do this and go there. But it, you were concerned, yeah, absolutely do you
0: think like, did you think you really messed something up?
1: I was worried that I had done more damage than I thought because there were a lot of pops and twangs the couple that day before <laughs> more than <a> country song exactly <laughs> pops and twangs and banjos and ukuleles sounds like my wedding night <laughs> but i I thought I had done more damage, you know, and I was hearing you know little clicks and things like that, and I knew something wasn't right, right. and I, I maybe i should have had a toad uh, you know but we got home safely we took it slow took a lot longer and thank god my wife is an angel and it's like you know take it slow we're good and uh and and we had tequila at the end of the night
0: i i had a similar horrific drive back there were no starbucks on the way <laughs> i mean i just couldn't catch a break that's tragic I mean, you know, teach his
1: own. That can that can lead to your own death wobble. So, what was the total cost
0: of your repair?
1: When everything was said and done, the total bill was a little over $800. Okay. You know, we had that, we had to get the bushings, um, and there was some other
0: Well, he put your steps on, but that was separate. That was
1: that, yeah, that's right. The new steps, that, the new steps were part of it. I got the Nfab steps with the removable um, steps. So that that you know, give me a little under under body protection right there. So I think the damage was somewhere in the three fifty to four hundred dollar range. And okay. I thought it might have been more.
0: Right. Well that wasn't bad. And that's something like I've never experienced death wobble. I right. hope never to have experienced it.
1: I think with the JL, that's not such a thing. I think it was more of a thing with the TJs. Am I wrong?
0: Well, I think it happens on a lot of Jeeps and it
1: And lifted jeeps.
0: Yeah. It right. it does happen when you especially if you do things Maybe not um, with the best quality parts and things like that. But, you know, you guys out there listening or not listening, um, you know, chime in about Death Wobble. I've never experienced it, but I'm sure it would freak me out
1: a bit. Right, right. I mean, what I was happy about was that when I brought it in to the, the guys at Specialty Truck in Arto in South Yarmouth, Massachusetts, those guys do a lot of lift work on, on, on domestic pickups as well as Jeeps and everything else. And they were really impressed with the quality of the gear that, you know, the the guy that I had bought it from in South Carolina had. So they were, you know, it's a great Terraflex kit. He did a nice job. The engine angle change, everything, you know, looked really good as far as Everything looking good up front. I, I think I might want to do something to make it a little more heavy-duty up front. Maybe, you know, some more heavy-duty tie rods, something that might be a little more durable out on the trail. Maybe go with 35-inch tires to give me a little bit more lift. I don't know if that would be too much, but i probably have to, you know, do a gear change at that point, you know?
0: Yeah, you, de- you definitely have to change the gears. I don't know what's in your Jeep now, but... I know I had um you know 345 in the factory uh gearing from Jeep and when I went to the 35s I put 456s in right and that was you yeah know. this
1: was what was whatever was factory for an 03 Sahara right um But, you know, I mean, it it did pretty well with the 33s that I have. But maybe mud terrain would kind of help me get over some of those things so I don't slip off of what I did and, you know, hit that tie rod and do the damage I did. There were a few times, and it wasn't that much. I expected a lot more pinging and panging and and hitting things than than we had. So I was, you know, pleasantly surprised. Okay, so maybe some heavy-duty suspension or something,
0: bigger tire perhaps, or maybe just a mud terrain. But nothing else in the
1: back of your mind that... Uh... Well, in the front of my mind, I'm, I've ordered a transfer case skid plate just in case. Okay. You know, a little bit better than, the, than the, what's on it. And, uh, you know, at the, at the moment, no. I mean, if I was going to do something, it would be a, to get a Rubicon. Maybe once this has found the end of its, its, you know, life, get something with lockers and something that's, you know, the way I want it. I would love a Jeep just like mine right now in the Rubicon version. You know, and I think that that would be a lot of fun to wheel. I've been I've been thinking about my next upgrade.
0: Again, you know, just based on the, the Jamboree and, you know, the level of trails. I know it's not Rubicon trails and it wasn't, you know, very hard wheeling. But I was very happy with the performance of my Jeep. I've been thinking seriously about putting in a new uh, front axle. Really thinking about a Pro Rock Forty Four from Dynatrac, you know they can be they can be very expensive. Uh If you trick it all out with the locker and the uh, RCV joint, I mean it could be eight thousand bucks.
1: But I mean you've put a lot of money into this Wrangler Sport already. That's beautiful. Yeah. And the lift kit, and it wouldn't to me. It would make more sense to do what you want to do than. Yet another jeep
0: well that's always the question right like do you just buy my here was my thought process Mm -hmm. is if i bought the rubicon Mm -hmm. and i spent all the money for all the stuff the rubicon comes with and then i still wanted to upgrade it right it's like i'm throwing away all that that money right i started with a sport i got the pieces that i needed from the factory and anything that i've added i'm not replicating from stuff that was already on the jeep like i'm always improving it right so I'm thinking about that you know front axle with a locker. Uh-huh. I would probably leave the rear for now with my limited slip yeah and just see how it is. I mean I have not really had too many obstacles that I've needed lockers for, right but with that being said, there are some trails that I would like to do that they say you need to have a locker now. Again, the Catskills Jeep Jamboree that I'm doing in September is very rough, very rugged trails. Uh-huh. And I ran some trails that they were like, oh, you should have a locker and I didn't.
1: And it did okay.
0: It did okay. I had a winch out, you know, once. Yeah. And um, wow. so you know, I the pro the problem is that the axle assemblies are very backwatered, like six months Oh, backwatered. Right. So supply you know,
1: chain for all in every it's, aspect it's of our lives every aspect yeah. so
0: i don't know what i'm going to do yet i might wait for the winter and order it like in time for next, next year. year's wheeling i don't know but right and, and and on my bucket list is to run the rubicon trail the timberbury wow. rubicon trail and you have to have lockers for that right so i know i want to do it yeah i just i i there's something, and I know it sounds odd because I usually don't question spending money. Right. But it's just something that's making me pause before I pull the trigger on that axle.
1: Right. I mean, think of all you'd have to put into a new Jeep to get it to where you've brought this one to. Yeah. I mean, and that's a ton. Yeah. It would be a ton.
0: I, I, I like this Jeep, and I'm happy with it, and I'm planning to keep it yep. for a long time, so we'll, we'll see.
1: Nice. Nice. All
0: right. So that's it for this episode of talk is jeep. If you have something you want to talk about, we're planning to do these live at some point. We're trying to figure out the platform to do yeah. them live.
1: But for now Live from the Jeep. Yeah, for now, I'm Art Aldridge. Tom Chartran. Thanks a lot, Art. See you next time.